We have a lot of work to do in New Jersey, but I am darn proud of how we've brought our state back. From WNYC and New Jersey Public Radio, it's the Christie Tracker. If you think it's bad now, you should have seen it when I got there. That's a completely ridiculous answer. we got to stop worrying about being loved and start worrying about being respected. When you're sitting in a subcommittee just blowing hot air about this, you can say things like that. I'm David First. The first debate is history, and the good news for Governor Christie is that he was there. He managed to get on the main stage. We are back with an extra podcast this week so that we can go over the debate. We're joined by New Jersey Public Radio's Matt Katz, also by Tom Wilson, former chairman of the New Jersey Republican State Committee. He also worked on Governor Christie's first gubernatorial campaign. Welcome. Hi. Thanks, guys. Let's get to it. We heard some well-rehearsed Christie material in this debate. There were also a few confrontations, uh, most notably with Rand Paul over national security issues and uh, NSA data collection. Matt, uh, how'd he do? I thought it was a net positive. I, I thought he did as well as he could possibly do in a Donald Trump world. And it was a Donald Trump world. Uh, if people remember one thing out of it, they'll probably remember Trump being Trump because it's so extraordinary and sensational every time he talks and because of the very intense questioning that he got. But the biggest fight of the night and according to both uh, Twitter's data and Facebook's data, the biggest social media moment of the night was Rand Paul versus Chris Christie. That's a completely ridiculous answer. I want to collect more records from terrorists, but less records from other people. How are you supposed to know, Megan? Use the Fourth what are you supposed Amendment. To, how are you supposed Use to, the Fourth no, Amendment. No, I'll tell you how you... Look, Get a warrant. Let me tell you something. You Get go, a judge to sign when a you, warrant. You know, Senator, go ahead, wait, Governor Christie, make your point. Listen, Senator, you know, when you're sitting in a subcommittee just blowing hot air about this, you can say things like that. It was a great back and forth. They both landed punches. They both absorbed punches. I don't trust President Obama with our records. I know you gave him a big hug. And if you want to give him a big hug again, go right in. And, and you know, you know, Senator Paul, Senator Paul, you know, the hugs that I remember are the hugs that I gave to the families who lost their people on September 11th. Those are the hugs I remember. I think in the end, because Christie was still standing. It was at best a draw. Uh, Christie did himself a big service, I think, from his performance last night. I don't know if it's going to translate into big numbers in the polls uh, because of this whole Trump thing and because there are 10 people on the stage. Uh, but that was an important moment for the governor. Well, this was a fight uh, many months in the making. Uh, governor Christie and Rand Paul, uh, not close friends. Uh, Tom Wilson, did Christie's comments on uh, national security issues during this uh, debate make him stand out uh, maybe as the chief hawk in this group? I don't know about uh, whether I would say the chief hawk. I mean, I think when uh, when Governor Huckabee uh, opined that the purpose of the military is to kill people and break things, that might be a little more hawkish than anything you heard from anybody else last night. But I think uh, I agree with Matt to a large extent. I think it was a very good night for Chris Christie, and I think that that exchange with Rand Paul will go down as as one of the more memorable for a while. Big story, clearly, that Donald Trump sort of imploded um, on the national stage. Uh, I thought it was interesting in sort of the post-debate uh, analysis that was done. You saw a lot of voters in a, in a focus group that had been assembled by Fox saying they didn't see him as being presidential at all. 
Christie, on the other hand, I think distinguished himself by being very substantive. I'm the only guy in the stage who has put out a detailed 12-point plan on entitlement reform, and here's why. Because 71% of federal spending right now is on entitlements and debt service. Talking about specific plans, being willing to, you know, speak truth to, to voters, one of the hallmark things he said throughout his career. Um, I think he had a, a very good night. You know, he was standing in a, in a very comfortable place, and, and the way that he engaged Rand Paul was clearly classic Chris Christie. I have to say, though, Matt, that aside from the moments of confrontation, I thought that sometimes Governor Christie sounded a, a little stale, a little stilted. We We always hear that Christie is the most talented politician, the best public speaker in this group, the funniest. Last night, he wasn't the funniest, and I didn't think he was the best uh, public speaker. Debates and uh, prepared speeches are not necessarily his big strength. When people talk about his talent in front of the microphone, I'm more talking about town hall meetings and press conferences, when he's fielding uh, questions off the cuff in a scenario where he's the only guy up there. He's going for this um, most substantive guy in the room thing where he really wants to be uh, have the most detailed policy positions. The first thing we need to do to make America stronger is to strengthen our military. And I put out a really specific plan. He's using that to augment his whole tell it like it is. I scream at people thing. And so he was trying to bunch a lot of statistics, like you said, into, you know, a brief amount of time. And that might have, I can see how that might have come across uh, a little bit stale. Christie portrayed himself as the ideas candidate. But what about that very first question for Christie, the question about New Jersey's economy from uh, moderator Brett Bayer? Under your watch, New Jersey has undergone nine credit rating downgrades. The state's 44th in private sector growth. You face an employee pension crisis. And the Garden State has the third highest foreclosure rate in the country. So why should voters believe that your management of the country's finances would be any different? I mean, this is a question that's going to dog him throughout the campaign. Voters, by and large, have a gut feeling. And what's their gut feeling about that candidate? Now, they know that, that there's always statistics out there that tell whatever story you want to tell. Um, I think the governor pointed out, I inherited a, a, a real mess, and I've, I've made real headway. Is it perfect? No. I still have a lot of problems. I haven't had a legislature that's let me do whatever I wanted to solve the problems. And if I did, we'd have better outcomes. Um, I think that's part of his his answer to it. It's, it's you know, but your premise is right. He's going to have to answer the New Jersey question for the foreseeable future. I had a conversation with him about a year ago in his office, and I asked him something along these lines, like, if you run, how do you answer this question? And he spit out last night what he had told me almost verbatim a year ago. And that was, you know, aggressively dropping facts that might slightly be out of context um, and that are certainly the, the more positive way of viewing things. And then being a little bit uh, defensive about who, who are you to say New Jersey's not, not doing well? New Jersey's doing great. There was a little sense of that in, the way, in his response. And, you know, there was a whole slew of other numbers that he's going to continue to be hit with as long as he's in this race that refute what he says. And he's totally prepared for that. He's been thinking about it at least since we spoke a year ago, certainly long before that. And all the questions he was asked last night were in his wheelhouse. Uh, um, terrorism, Social Security, which is his dominant domestic uh, policy idea, uh, the New Jersey economy, which he knows he needs to loudly 
defend himself on. And most especially, he didn't get the questions he didn't want to answer, like the slow Sandy recovery, which is much more of a thorny issue for him to address than the economy. Or, of course, Bridgegate. Not a word about Bridgegate. And there'll be more debates and maybe it'll come up. But the fact that it didn't come up in this one is is really a, a good thing for the governor. I mean, he dodged that bullet. Tom, what do you think? Did Christie do enough in this debate to make him stand out from a very large crowd? I think it's really hard to stand out in a positive way. I think that the highlight for him clearly was, you know, the smackdown he laid on Rand Paul. Um, you know, that will be memorable to people. I, you know, Matt's assessment that this is the first thing that, they, that folks were talking about. It was the only time you really saw two candidates kind of mix it up in a direct way. I mean, is it a breakout? Probably not a breakout. Um, as much you go into these things saying avoid making a mistake that pushes me out of you know off the stage. I mean this is a little bit. There's so many. It's a little bit like musical chairs. Every now and again the music is going to stop and there will be chair, fewer chairs. Chris Christie absolutely kept his chair last night and I think um, proved that he belongs on that stage and is going to have staying power in that stage. I think his campaign is going to experience a little bit of a bump. Whether we see that in terms of voters yet, I'm not sure. But there were you know, people who have been sitting and watching for endorsement purposes or financial backers um, that saw last night that this guy is the real deal and he can handle himself as well as anybody else, maybe even a little bit better than most of them. Clearly, Christie wins, you know, or has done well for himself because nobody is saying that he didn't do well for himself. And that is, you know, that's a win. Tom Wilson, former chairman of the New Jersey Republican State Committee and New Jersey Public Radio's Matt Katz. Thanks for joining us. The Christie Tracker podcast is a production of WNYC and New Jersey Public Radio. Thanks to associate producer Joseph Capriglione. Our theme music is by 29 Hour Music People. You can subscribe to the Christie Tracker podcast on iTunes. You can like us on Facebook, and you can follow Matt Katz on Twitter at MattKatz00. That's Matt, K-A-T-Z. And, of course, the debate wasn't Governor Christie's only TV appearance of the night. Uh, hey, Governor, you're going to miss John Stewart, too? I'll never forget you, John, but I will be trying.